With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This moment of prayer brought to you by youporn.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Obviously Oblivious 0039. I am the Mike Pilot, and with me is my co-host, Peoples, uh, Evil Cheshire Cat, South Philly Paulness, and uh, how you two folks doing this fine Sunday morning? I'm hungover. I'm doing great, Mike. Oh, you're hungover. <laughs> well, let, let's let's get right into that. What 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 were you doing last night? It was my friend's 45th birthday yesterday, and we had to dance the night away. <laughs> Your, your friend is 45. Yeah, she's why 45. You, why do you hang out with grandparents? What? She's like the youngest acting person I know. She's got so much energy. Like I said, we danced all fucking night. Till what time? Uh, Till like 2 o'clock. Well, that's not all night. That's actually just... That's the, close enough to all night considering I go to bed at 1030. That's kind of like the beef of the night. That's when everything starts up in most big uh, cities, you know. I don't know how it is in the uh-huh. South. Okay. So well, wait, so, let, so let's get this right. Let's get this right. So yes. you go out. And you dance no. the night away, yes. And you wake up with a hangover, yes. And uh, me and Paul are supposed to deal with you being in a bad mood because you were irresponsible and drinking last night. That doesn't no, seem to make any sense to me. That, though it was like I was okay this morning. I don't feel great, but I well, I never feel great. Correct. But you know what? Sometimes I put on a smile and I just do it for you or Paul well, what do you or, think the, or the listeners. Now? You're not smiling. Not exactly, I can tell you, you that know. much. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't, I don't so like... I come in and Steven's mess with my computer. The sound's not working. My pen runs out of ink. Oh, I don't have anything written down. I'm just we're waiting. I'll tell this. you what. Let's put, let's put a let's put your your terrible morning against people with like cerebral palsy. My pen didn't have, have any ink. I'm not happy right now. Well, get over yourself. I'm trying. Well, Paul, get her over herself. Tell her something funny. <laughs> No pressure. Well, Mike, no, 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 not at all. My comfort levels kicks in about 45 minutes into the podcast, Mike, so we got a little bit of a wait. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we got some uh, something big going on tonight, actually. We're going to do, do a new game that I came up with yesterday that I think would be fun. Yes. Or it could totally suck because Kat's It'll in a bad mood and she's not going to be in a good mood about it. I'm prepared, Michael. All right, good. I appreciate that. I got it that. too. I good. just don't have it written down. I just I know. And, it. and I, for the record, I was in bed at nine o'clock because I know I had to be up this morning. 
as am I. Early I was playing some. I was playing some video games last night. It was going on eleven o'clock. I'm like, I got a show tomorrow morning. I want to be bright and and uh, alert. So I'm going to bed. I wasn't out dancing the night away just because. Look. Because somebody That's turned right. 45. Listen, they'll turn 46 next year. You could have partied next year. Life doesn't stop because we have a show. Mine does because that's, that's how really? De- really? devoted you put I am. Everything on hold I put, just to do I put, the show. I put, listen, I woke my wife up, said, you got to watch the kid now. Even though you didn't okay. sleep last night, you went to bed at 5 a.m. Wake the fuck up. Life is on hold. It's time to do a show. Okay. But we'll, we'll see what happens if, you know, something's wrong with your chair. The air is not blowing the right way in your room. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Um... <laughs> I'm 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 ready, and I'm always ready before I start. Big news tonight or uh-huh. this morning, we're gonna have Zealous One on the show. <laughs> we're gonna talk to him about his new album that came out this week, which is actually really really good. I mean, actually, like his other albums sucked. They didn't suck, Whoa. but it's been a while since he's released a solo album. And you know, you always wonder about that when an artist takes a while to release another. Well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that long in the nerdcore scene or independent. It was a long no, time. No, but in our lives, it was like forever. I know. But he, I downloaded it on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, and it's fucking awesome. So I was like, Big Steven's like on Twitter. I went me on Facebook. Hey, I got permission to play Zealous One song. And I'm like, hey, going to have Zealous One on the show this week. So <laughs> fuck you and your little show, Steven. What is his show called? Oh, indeed. Check it out. Anyway, so Zealous One's going to join us here in about, no, about 20 minutes or so. And uh, we'll play a couple tracks off the album. And... Uh, uh, just a, a virtual me kissing his ass fest because I love this dude like none other. He's a really good buddy and uh, it's like a little brother to me. So you're just going to have to deal with that. And yeah, the other news, cat. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it during the show. So I found this chair. I, I think I talked about it before. I found it was broken, right? Yeah. Well, I zip tied yeah. it together, you know, <laughs> so it wouldn't lean back so far. And I zip tied the, str- the, the springs back up and it's very comfortable. Like, it's hugging me. It hugs my back. My back feels good. But if I lean, sometimes it makes a screech. I forgot to get the WD-40 out and and do that. But I'm in a new chair. It's very comfortable. I'm actually sitting back while recording this. I feel comfortable. I hope I sound okay. And uh, You sound uh, more comfortable, Mike. I am. I I just feel better about it. Um, Yeah. So... I was fixing my microphone there. I'm sorry. I'm, that's it. I'm done with the show because my microphone wasn't in the right position. I'm not done with a fucking show. Jesus. And I just, you know, the little things that you... I'm not that much. You're just making well, no, a deal out of it. The little things that you find that are like big deals to you are just nothing. Really? Because you... Kabuto's making noises. I can't focus on what you guys are saying. Well, listen, I have top quality equipment here and I want it to come out the best way possible. I don't want little squeals in it, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to get you to rage, cat. I'm just trying to get you to, you know. What say? I'm sorry for whining. Do you want me to say I'm sorry for whining? If you feel you should. I'm sorry for whining. Well, it's about time we got that apology. How about that, Paul? <laughs> what? What's going on? I'm Who's fucking, dying? I'm fucking with something. Why are you fucking with something? Because I felt the need to. Are you muting me and saying things? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I was fixing something. So, um, yeah, this has been a wonderful fucking start to this show. Uh Uh-huh. Sorry. I got some voicemails. Why don't we play those real quick before I forget about them? Okay? Here's uh, AJ Gann. Uh, I got three things. 
Uh, first off, Paul, kick ass on this show, man. I hope you can break in more, give us more of your thoughts. Second thing, Kat, what the bleep do we know? Really? Some new age bullshit. Isn't the idea of that movie nothing exists in the universe until we observe it? Come on. Come on. Intelligent. Mike, Popeye is the greatest movie of all time. I am what I am. AJ Gann, obviously out. He sounds like he's a little bit down. There must be like a little sickness going around. Cat got it today. AJ Gann had it when he left the voicemail. Everybody's down. Maybe he's just well, some over. I appreciate him, you know, giving me some props. Uh, AJ, thanks a lot, man. Um, but I do feel like it's not as valid when you just told me that Popeye is the greatest movie ever made. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking about. Popeye is a fun movie to watch. I mean, you get to see a plastic octopus wrestle with Robin Williams. I mean, it, it really doesn't get better than that sometimes. But do you ever notice that you, you've looked well, at me I'd rather already. watch that in, in Ed Wood. Well, Ed Wood was actually. Landau. Yeah. Ed Wood was actually okay. Hey, Paul, you ever, you, you've seen me in person. I actually have Popeye forearms. I've always been embarrassed of my large forearms. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're a big dude that way. Yep. I don't know. It must be from all that jerking off. I must really work out those muscles. Because I'll be honest with you, over the course of my life, I've done a lot of masturbating. <laughs> Who hasn't? I mean, I, I would say that it's probably as as uh, recent, or as recent, I would say it's probably as, uh, I'd do as much as an adult as I did as a kid. Really? really? Yeah, probably. Even, even being happily married, Mike? Yeah, really? you know, I find that there's no better way to clean your penis in the shower then if you're giving it a little tug, you know, so you keep it clean. It's uh, it's all about, you know, uh, what's that called? Taking care of yourself. Keeping Hygienics. The, you know, you're being keep, hygienical. Keeping the pipes clean. Well, that yep. too. I can see you talking to your penis like, I got to keep you clean. <laughs> you must remain clean, peni. Yeah. I don't know. I just find, you know, it's boring. I mean, you're just washing yourself. Okay, well, here, let's extend this. I might as well wash myself back and forth. Let, let's pull this foreskin over this way and get under these nooks and crannies and then, nah, fuck it. Wait, you have the foreskin? Huh? What? Foreskin? What? Everybody has foreskin that has a penis. What? But don't, the, and that's what they cut off. What? They cut off what? Who cuts ah, off what? They cut off the foreskin. Do they? Well, yeah, you're an expert on penises. Tell us, Cat. I don't. <laughs> Listen, you're taking a beautiful moment where I'm talking about cleaning my dick in the shower, and you're turning it into something nasty, talking about cutting off foreskin. I'm sorry. I was just it caught me by surprise. I just, you know, people don't usually like mention in talking about. The I guess yet, you're probably right. I guess they foreskin. cut off the foreskin. They cut off the tip of the foreskin. But I can I. I would so consider, you consider all the dick skin foreskin. Yeah, I don't like. I think dick skin is kind of. Uh, actually, it's a good name for a show, but I think it's kind of a. a, a really, oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's a really <laughs> rude thing to just say in you know regular conversation. I thought we were friends. We are, but dick skin is kind of crossing the line, maybe. 
you know, that, all the, all that the talk line of, moves quite a bit, Mike. Yeah. I mean, all the talk about your sagging boobs or your cooch, that, that's okay. That's not crossing the line. Okay, yeah, no. no but totally. and there's, the, there's the line moving back and forth. Yes. But the dick skin, I don't know. Dick skin. I wish there, wish there was a guy <laughs> named Richard Skin. I would love to call him Dick Skin. <laughs> That'd be great. Anyway, I think we were doing voicemails. So uh, here's Scott the Pool Boy. Hey, this is Scott the Pool Boy. Dick Skin. And, uh, I was calling because I had a funny story. Um, I was texting back and forth with Mike today, and uh, the ringer I have for him is the Imperial March. So look at me. I get the text with Mike. I'm a fucking cool guy. And uh, I got a text from him right as I was walking past a client at one of my jobs, and I uh, thought it was pretty funny. I felt like a badass. Uh, that's it. Okay, bye. I'm glad I could make your life feel worthy or good. I'm glad you feel good about yourself. I like Scott the Pool Boy. I give the guy a hard time, but he's a good guy. I'm looking forward to meeting him in Salt Lake City. Oh, he's going. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, cool. Definitely going. Yeah, so. He's a cool dude. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he has that ear thing going on, but I have other friends with that, and I guess I can get past it. <laughs> you know that's the ear thing, much. Kat. Right? What? The ear thing. Where you get, you get the, the plugs in your ears to stretch out your ear holes. What? You never seen people with that? No. Those those hoops? Yeah, Alex the Tattooist has huge ones. You could fit like your fist through them almost. Within your ear hole? Wait, oh, you mean not your ear, like your hearing hole. Your earlobe. Your, your pierced ear hole. Yeah, your earlobe. Yes, I've seen those. I've seen <laughs> a dude. I was like... Is it like that African, you know, the African people that put the rings on their neck to, like, stretch it? Do you, like, try and stretch your ear hole to make you hear better? I don't know what my problem is today, but talking about big ear holes, like, if you were with a girl, Paul, right? Yeah. And she had her ear holes stretched out, would you try to fuck them? Uh, no. Why not? There'd be other other orifices I would choose first. I mean... Let's say you're having a really cock ring. I mean, that's not even like something fuckable. Let's say you're having a really wild night and you're like, oh, let's try something different. Eh, maybe with the proper lubrication, there might be some excitement there. Well, some of these people can get them stretching off away. You could, some of them are really big. You know, use some earwax or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Earwax, that's disgusting. (laughs) Oh, uh, there goes that line again. Well, you know, it's to keep you from getting a rash like the uh, surfboard wax stuff. Sex wax? Yeah, that. Why do they call surfboard stuff sex wax? You're not I having sex. I have no idea. <laughs> Listen, you two, I when s- I'm trying to take a drink, you're just supposed to fill in and talk. No, oh, I was just trying to say something, and then you spoke <laughs> over me. I was going to say, I saw a dude with with those earrings. He had the hoops, but he took them out. They look like it's disgusting. Your earlobes look like rubber bands. They look, no, they actually they look like a really old woman's vagina. Oh. They're, real, they're real just like saggy and floppy, and <laughs> which is why I asked if you would want to, you know, screw it. Yeah, especially but. if they had a lot of hair on their ears. Yeah, what, do you want to screw that. an old lady's vagina lips? What are you talking about? You know, maybe about? once. Like, <laughs> just to see. Well, I mean, you like you when I was younger, going to get old, when I was younger, when I was a young man in my teens, I thought it'd be easier to get an older woman in bed. I was wrong. I tried to pick yeah. older women up, and it's, they, they're not responsive at all because they're old no. cunts. But... Um, you know, I guess I will eventually when Ariana gets older, I'll be screwing an old lady and then I guess it, but I just, as a younger man, I just like to put a hurting on an old woman, you know, like a 60 year old. Have you watched uh, the recent Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, what's her face from Arrested Development? The mom. Yeah. Actually, that's not the most recent one. 
Well, it's close. It's one of the most recent ones. This week. Really? You had to pick out that technicality? Well, that so Raj's important. sister came back onto the show this week. That's, that's oh, the most recent one. Oh, the hot sister. Got yeah, so it. Try, try to keep up with the, the shows. Oh, Jesus. You know? I'm too busy being hungover. I'm too busy being a <laughs> drink. What were you drinking, Cap? Oh, my God. It was so good. Warsteiner. What? A, Excuse me? The German beer. Warsteiner. 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 Mm. Yeah. I thought you really were Mick. Good. Why are you drinking German beer? What? Mick? What's a Mick? An Irish person. No. I'm a mutt. Well, you called yourself Irish before on one of the shows. That's because I had red hair and it was kind of funny. Oh. Uh, and I'm pale. I guess the pale. The meh. So what, what What? all nationalities do you have inside you right now? <laughs> uh, here it comes. Well, I have a small Puerto Rican, but he's. it's his turn to come out. No, um, really. What, 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 what do you got going on inside there? <laughs> I have a little bit of German. I have a little bit of something, maybe Irish or, I don't know, red hair runs in my family. I don't know if red hair is specific to Ireland. Yeah, or... ginger, gingerness is a disease. The Norse is people it? get red hair. What? Norse people. People from... Norse. Okay, so yeah. it could be Nordic. I'm not big enough to be Nordic, though. I feel like Nordic people are big. The men are. Like Thor. <laughs> the men are big. Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. Large, yes. So I have I have a large Nordic inside me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know, actually. I have no idea. What's Steven? Uh, French? We. Oui. I think. Well, because Le Bonville. Ah, merci beaucoup. I don't know. Yeah. Do you ever, I mean, do you ever see uh, uh, Glorious Bastards? Yes. I oh love- my God! Bonjourno. Bonjourno. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he has like cat's accent. Bonjourno. Uh, that made that actually yeah that made me laugh. I love it. It was so awkward. He's like trying to play it up. Bonjourno. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of awkward stops on this show. I think. I don't think I, this is perfect. I'm enjoying. Sid I was in bad calls mood. In. Now you're cheering me up. Oh, well, I'll have to put you back into it in a little oh. bit. Here, Sid calls in. Hey guys, it's Sid. Apparently, I just have a plan to take up your entire voicemail. But I have another story related to uh, my days as a cashier. This one's about a. Now, tell me if this is one that I already played. I was unsure. I don't think so. Okay. I didn't think I so think- either, but then I'm like, well, yeah. maybe I wasn't just paying attention because I have a habit of doing that, not paying attention. I mean, I got to hear the rest of it, but I, I, I think this sounds original. This right, doesn't well, sound like we. Well, let's it. continue with Sid then a shitty customer. Uh, so it was really busy. It was a holiday weekend, and there was a bunch of people in my line. This guy came through, and I could hear he was talking to uh, a woman on his phone. He was standing in line with his buddy, and he was talking about what he could bring to wherever he was going. So as the guys get to my line and start talking to me, the one guy hands me something and says, can you tell me what type of batteries these take, and put something in my hand, and I look at it, and it's clearly a tiny used bullet vibrator. Oh and I just uh, flipped the fuck out. And I just handed it back to him. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know. And I couldn't just leave or anything because there's about six or seven people behind him. So I had to keep checking him out. And it was awful. And my manager almost didn't let me go wash my hands right after that. It fuck was that. Uh. So that's awful. Customers are shitty, too, along with cashiers. Bye. Sid's going to have herpy hands. Oh, 
that was yeah. You say, Sid, you're playing with a lot of toads. You got warts all over your hands. No, I just touched some disgusting person's vibrator. What possessed him to bring that in? He was showing off. I think he was trying to get into Sid's pants. Yeah, that's not. And I'm sure. I'm sure if you open it up, it tells you what kind of batteries it takes. Right. It probably says it right on the thing. So yeah, that was he was fucking with her. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe he just wanted to get a kick out of you know a girl holding his bullet that he puts right. Exactly. Absolutely. God, that is so creepy. Yeah, that's a that's an asshole thing to do. That is an asshole thing to do. Literally, because it's probably been an. And that's why I try to keep that hand sanitizer like at my desk, around the house, just. In case you touch something nasty, you always have a hand sanitizer. Yeah. They even have little sprays that are about as big as a Fumo cigarette, and you just spray your hand and then, you know, push your hands together. I just light mine on fire. A lot, of city, a lot of city buildings ha- actually have a Perel right in the lobby for a yeah, lot of people. It's a smart thing in. to do. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So many diseases. I was watching a, a show this weekend on the plague, bubonic, pneumonic, you know, you name it, I saw it. And, Johnny Mnemonic um, Plague? No, come on, cat. <laughs> come on, cat. <laughs> that was such a fail at a joke. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, and it's just, it's, you know, the way that people didn't know anything about germs back then, how they'd be coughing in each other's faces and spitting blood particles. Right, and, but they were also, it was so weird because they were super paranoid about it. Like, they wouldn't. You know, like they were like, oh, we're going to get the death from all these things. But it ended up not being the thing that they caught it from. So, like, it just stupid people. Yeah. When I when I hear people coughing in public, like in a store, you know, one, two coughs, that's fine. But recently I've heard somebody in, I think it was Target, they just kept coughing and coughing and coughing. And I'm like, after a while, like, you feel bad for a person at first, but then it's like, Look, either get better or fucking die because <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to fucking spread something all around. Stop it. You know, like it's like choke or fucking get better. Go out to the car. So or then something. I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, well, why can't we have one of these things now? Right. The bubonic plague. A plague. Jesus. You know, why can't we have something like that? And then, you know, my, my humanity got the best of me. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't want to get sick and I wouldn't want on your Ariana to get sick or any of my right. friends can't be choosy about it but if i could if i could be the one that said who got it you mean like a a biohazard terrorist yeah like (laughs) if i could be the one in charge of that i would i'd be for it like if god came down to me and said hey i'm gonna unleash a new a new plague across the world and i say oh well i don't know god that's not probably not a good idea there's a lot of good people out there that i like and, you know, I try to convince him, like, give me the power, you know, oh, I'd be like, you know, you're a smart guy, guy, but I think, you know, you have a lot more to do with your time. I got nothing going on. So if you could, you know, instill me with that power, I'll take care of it for you. I'll send a lot of people to their graves. I have no I would problem with the that. World. I really would. Like, can I, you imagine that, that absolute power? Like somebody yeah, in traffic. Like, cut you off, you could scorn them just with fucking plague. What if they cut you off because they were trying to get to their dying wife or husband? You know, like, I can't, wow, I can't, can't let momentary things like that decide I, their life. I can't allow myself to think that deeply about it because then, you know, my my kindness will get the best of me. I have a That's job exactly to do. exactly what you want. You want someone who's not thinking deeply and killing people. Yeah, I have a job to do, <laughs> so I can't really think about other people. You well, know? Mike, who, I mean, 
who would you start with? Uh, almost everybody. Like, uh, uh, okay. I think we could accomplish so much more as a human basically, race. No, basically Mike, I, what you're going to be doing is picking who's not going to die. If you're not listening to this show, you have a pretty bad chance of getting it. But they won't know about it because they don't listen. Well, that's their fault. See? I Yeah, I think the best thing that could ever happen is for some sort of smartness-based uh, disease to come along. An IQ-based like, disease. If, like you're, if you're, you're under like if you're 150, strong, you're fucking done, son. No, not like 150. I mean, you're being a little bit nicer. Jeez. But I, I'm not a like, nice person. I know that. But I'm, what if, like, for people who are, like, their neurons don't fire very often. Like, it's a rate of fire kind of thing. So, like... If you're thinking constantly all the time, then you're good. But if you're like, hey, then it's just off. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're slightly retarded, <laughs> as far as you don't think about the things you're doing in your life, the way you're affecting other people, yeah. you know. Wait, you mean like by killing them and not thinking about the deeply? No, l- listen, I gave it a lot of thought. You're not listening <laughs> to me. Uh, the people that the people that would get it would certainly deserve it. I, I feel like you're trying to turn me into the bad guy here, Kat. I'm just saying, you know, you're like, I'm not going to think too deeply about it. Um, Listen, I'm not a Hitler. I'm not just going to kill everybody just for the hell of it. There's going to be a reason why you get it. Yeah. But and I don't travel. I don't really travel, so a lot of people that aren't near my area are going to be okay. A lot of Xbox kids would probably get it right away. That's Aww. what I was asking. Like, where would you start? You said everybody. I, Xbox. I just was Xbox and the internet. It. They're like the, the 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 worst of society. So you got to make okay. sure to disinfect your Xbox. They're they're the worst of society. For, not not, right, not right, prisons. Right. No, no. See, those pe- people in prison, they're they're held up. They're okay. There's a lot of good people in prison. Listen, for all the all the people that are innocent that are in prison, I wouldn't want to. You know put them at risk and plus listen with prisoners i've seen the batman movie those guys could have blown up that other ship and they right? didn't oh my god <laughs> they didn't that big guy he took the thing you thought he was going to blow up the other ship but he didn't he's like listen we're yeah. all bad guys and we're not going to blow those people up so just by that act of kindness i think the prisoners in our penal system are safe Maybe that's just me. Listen, penile I'm going to... Penile system? Wait. Penile system? Yeah, isn't that what it's called? The penile, penile system? Penile system. Penile. Oh. Uh, penile. Tomato, tomato. To, yeah, whatever. Penile is penis. No, tomato, penile. tomato. Yeah. Potato, <laughs> no, potato. Clearly, it's not penile or penile. It's, they're two different words. They're really not, Kat, if you think about it. <laughs> break them down. It's, it's penile. <laughs> Yeah, break it down, Cap. I don't, I don't know what you're thinking, but listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play his Ellis one song. We're going to get him on the phone, and uh, okay. we're going to talk to him about his new album, Rise, which I'm very excited about, and uh, so check out this song. It's called Tilt. It's with Doc Awkward. It's a fucking kick-ass song. I love it, and uh, we'll be back in uh, just a little bit. Excuse me, uh, bartender. I believe I need a double. Need a double. <laughs> Oh, 
Who's sicker than a pervert? Touch your body's no nose. Hopped up on train, clearing the rail of no dose. Try to tie your socks and inhale a box of ho-hos. Lost in the bathtub, hiding from the popos. Play the slow-mo, we go with the margin. Form an escape route, get away from Martians. Spark with hipsters, you claim Starbucks turf. Getting shook looks when I try to bubble hearth. Chilling on the couch in front of some dude's house. Piss cause I wasted loco on my blouse. Poke it out, hot food punch on the go. Wait a handful of stuff that makes Mario grow. Wash it down, don't chew, that's lazy. Jab D, Jim Bean, don't face me. One, two, three, leans, everything's hazy. But I tilt four times, I'm quattro crazy. Locos got me on tilt, got me on tilt, they got me on tilt. These locos got me on tilt, they got you on tilt. Yeah, they got me on tilt. Locos got me on tilt, got me on tilt, they got me on tilt. These locos got me on tilt, they got you on tilt. Yeah, they got me on tilt. See these locos, they got me on tilt. And I'm all sussed up off fours and mother's milk. And I'm all up at Fridays, pretending that I'm famous. Finally thrown out for jump kicking the waitress. Tell the story to a hobo named Keith. He replies, hopefully she got some teeth. <laughs> What a dick, who's got my keys? Serious, who the fuck's got my keys? And so I make it to the party, I'm half past trash though. Time stands still like a placid black hole. Some dicks fill my drink, then he asks you, Matt, bro, who's friends of these? I don't know that asshole. And let it go, cause I'm buzzing off juice. Sitting down, watching all the ladies get loose. That's a pretty girl a name, cause I'm trying to seduce. She yells, I'm sorry, you can call me Zeus. Logos got me on tilt, got me on tilt, they got me on tilt. These logos got me on tilt, they got you on tilt. Yeah, they got me on tilt. Logos got me on tilt, got me on tilt, they got me on tilt. These logos got me on tilt, they got you on tilt. Yeah, they got me on tilt. Only three kings in, I'm dancing on the tables and moonwalking laps with ice bags around my ankles. Handful of Adderall camping in your backyard, rapping to the catacombs, too drunk to run the backyard. Look, I'm a fast car, revving on my battleships. Can't go make lols in the taxi with a bag of chips. I can't help it. Now I got a craving Local to my dick Rolls and balls Begin raving Upstaging zealous Bitch better recognize Bloody knuckles Got my mic hand A little tenderized One can, two can Three can, four can One too many trees Got me trolling up a four chance He drops a text message I was on fire While I hamster wheel it out Inside a giant tractor tire Wired from the buzz Cause this truth's already spoken for No more fucks are two fat men Drunk on local whore Logos got me on tilt Got me on tilt They got me on tilt These logos got me on tilt They got you on tilt Yeah they got me on tilt Logos got me on tilt Got me on tilt, they got me on tilt These locals got me on tilt They got you on tilt Yeah, they got me on tilt Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son Hello? Uh, O-N-E, what's up, my friend? Ah! Morning, big bro, how you guys doing? Good, we're doing good We just played Tilt And uh, while we're doing that, get you on the show What has been new in the world of Zealous One? Oh man, so many things. How's my mic sounding? I've I haven't you used this headset before. On my end. You sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um. Wow. Uh. It's been a long time since we got to hang out and talk and stuff, big bro. Lots of stuff has been changing. Yeah. Yeesh. Well, let me uh, let me just say this first of all. If you're unfamiliar with Zealous One, you hear him every time you listen to our show. He's done our intro. It's Zealous One. He's awesome. You love him. I love him. Cat loves him. Paul, mm-hmm. even Paul loves him. So, yeah, I downloaded the new album. It's yeah, see? cool, man. See, and actually, before before we let you off the phone, Zealous, I have a a voicemail here that was specifically for you, so I have to remember to play that. Sweet, hi, cat. Hi, Paul. Sorry. Hi. Hey, hey, Zealous. <clears throat> so you were doing your music, and then you got into the boss. You started up the boss fights, and you were playing, you know, concerts. Uh. Well, yeah, like uh, my buddy uh, Kevo and uh, Mikey um, started up, and uh, we, we've been wanting to start a band for forever and a day, but uh, 
we didn't really have the means or time or actually place the practice. But uh, last year, earlier last year, we got the uh, opportunity to do so. Got in touch with the old buddy of Kevo's, um, who was Jay Bishop, who was the guitarist for us. And um, man, he was just he was just doing uh, like uh, one of those shows. You just open mics. Yeah, he was just doing open mics here and there and he wasn't really looking for a band and then we told him what we were trying to do and uh he listened to a couple of old stuff of mine and he got into it and he was like okay okay so we we started doing like covers of old stuff i did but like actual actual live instruments and stuff so that was crazy and then uh i called doc to come up and uh check out our practice and be like yo uh i've never done this before man what do you what do you think like and then uh he gave he gave me some critiques and stuff and then he and then uh i pretty much begged him to join us after that i think is how the story goes so uh, you were doing that and everything's i was loving it and everything's sounding good but i was worried that there wouldn't be any more you know solo zealous stuff and then there's a whisper on the internet that an album's coming and i was getting more and more excited and then it dropped and i downloaded it and i i'm sorry i'm sorry to the audience for kissing us i fucking love it <laughs> from start yeah. to finish i love it i love that there's some stuff on there that i've already heard that i thought should have been released in the first place like say yeah great song but you. tilt which i played coming into your interview what you and doc on that song your voices contrast so well that the track is just awesome and i twittered him yesterday about it how just he overall on that song and the album he did a really good job too and uh he's like yeah me and uh drunk songs songs about drinking or whatever i'm good at that and uh, that made me laugh but i mean it's a good album so so how did you get into to doing it um well like you said like uh i showed i showed you a couple of those songs years and years ago yeah. when i originally recorded them and like i said in the uh the liner notes things like when i made those songs originally i didn't realize that i made this puzzle for myself you know and uh those were the pieces and it took me it took me that long to figure out when i i wanted to do the other songs um what i was missing and uh i just i didn't i didn't know like uh like monster suit like when i first heard um one of the make that was about the same time that i i recorded and thought up say yeah so uh it wasn't until i actually got in contact with doc and started talking to him about it and like Look, this is what I want to do, but man, I can't hold a note, uh, a note to save my life. <laughs> so, uh, what, what do you think, man? Can you do this for me? And I'd show him what I wrote, and like, oh, I'm thinking, can you sing it like this, kind of? Like, I, I can't hit these notes, man. Help me out. <laughs> and uh, after after a couple couple sessions of recording and being like, no, I want it like this. No, can you do this? Oh God, what are you doing? Stop it. Do this. Like. Thank God for that guy's patience, man, because there could have been a couple times where he's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm out. He's a good dude, though. I can't see him doing that. Yeah. Thankfully, he didn't. (laughs) He he had the opportunity. Poor guy. (laughs) There was um, a couple. There was somebody on Facebook wanted us to get him on the show and uh, talk to him. So I emailed him. We're talking about it. So we're going to get him on sometime. Sweet. That'd be interesting. But, um. Let me let me throw this out there. It's eleven ten a.m. on the East Coast, where we're all at. You know, East Coast elite here, and uh, Z's out in California. So it is eight ten in the a.m. 
that he comes on oh. a Sunday morning uh. to come on to our little show here. And I just, I'm thankful for that. So thank you, Z. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I, I told my wife last night, I'm all, I don't know, man. I, I, I got the butterfly. Should I just stay up? Should I just stay up? I, think oh. I'm just gonna stay up. Uh. I don't think, I don't think I can sleep tonight, babe. Oh, we, eventually, oh. I got like two or three hours of sleep, but yeah, I was pumped. <laughs> we, we, we've done so many shows together. You knew it was going to come out good. <laughs> yeah, I was looking forward to it. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What's your favorite track on the album? Oh, that's, that's rough for me. Uh, I'm going to be honest, like through the process of recording and uh, cleaning everything up, I think uh, uh, Monster Suit definitely definitely got some plenty of tears out of me uh that one's a really near and dear one to my heart uh, rise is another one but like see and i i kind of i kind of thought that people wouldn't understand or get the album i thought it'd be lost on some people because i mean the the story the journey that i tried to uh take everyone on was kind of uh obscure and i like i mean i don't know that's always kind of in my style the obscure writing when yeah. it comes to different references and uh the the whole meta idea behind uh different different lines and stuff like that but i don't know it's hard when i was when i was making each and in individual track they kind of all became my favorite at one point in time and that's that's probably the the thing about this particular album that has made this my favorite album that I've made so far because I made this album for me and I'm I was extremely happy with it because like each track just was just like this is what I want to do like I didn't concentrate on an idea someone gave me I was just yeah. like this is what I want to do this is what I want to sound like and I mean I wasn't like saying F you to everybody else but it was like I just concentrated on how happy I was with the track instead of you know maybe anybody else and so it's got to feel pretty good that when you do it for yourself and you're happy with it, and then you get the the kind of uh, reception that the album's getting. Yeah, I feel really good about that. Oh yeah, insanely. Because uh, I was I was telling my wife too. I was like, "Wow, people like it, babe. I haven't heard anybody, uh, you know, dogging on me yet. This is kind of cool." <laughs> <laughs> we'll send her our best too. By the way, I wanted to say that earlier. We'll do, sir. Um, I also. I haven't been able to talk to you much since the Powerlifter album came out. Really like you on that track too. Oh, thank you. That was that was so fun to do too when we were out there for that that show in uh, in Kansas. That I I think it was kind of a inside joke thing though too because uh, that whole weekend when he told us the story behind it, <laughs> that's all we would say. And he knew it too. He knew we were gonna kind of troll him with it. But man. Such a funny story. Yeah, they really like it. We were talking about when they released the album. I interviewed them for uh, for a supplement show for the Mediocre Show, and they were talking about it. So, yeah, I really wish I could have made it out to Kansas for that trip. It's just hard to travel for me. Like, I have this trip coming up in uh, to Salt Lake City in March for the Mediocre Show listener party in Salt Lake. And I'm really excited, but it's just like when we came out to Vegas to meet up with you. the, The traveling part is just so hard for me. I worry. I stress about it. Like, so bad that, you know, like, sometimes you get, like, if you're stressed about cat, you're a woman, you can appreciate this. You stress about something and you get, like, a zit or something. I get zits all the time. Well, no, like, a worry zit. Perpetually, like, no, I'm perpetually stressed, so, I, like, I don't, I don't know if that's why. Well, anyway, my point was, is <laughs> no, I got I this, get... <laughs> I got this zit on the top of my head, and I think it's from worrying about this trip. Uh. <laughs> and it really hurts. And I know I'm whining about it, but my, my headphones are sitting right on it. 
And I don't know why I told you that, Zealous, but I love you so much. That's why I did, I guess. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, I understand. You know, I understand. You know, another person, yeah, worries it. <laughs> you know, another person who loves you very much, Trailerized. You got to meet him in uh, Florida. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that was uh, recording the show and everything, right? He's the one, the little guy in the red that was uh, in love with meeting you. I'm going to play his voicemail. He called the voicemail specifically for you. So here it is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Cap. Hey, Paul. I figured, you know, I haven't called in since I saw Zealous at Nerdcore uh, 09. I'm not really sure. It was a grip ago. But I've listened to his album now about three times through. So I figured I would call back in, tell my buddy how much I missed him. Not just on a text message or a phone call, but on a mail to a show. And your new album, fucking sick, everyone. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad that Mike sent that text message or phone call or whatever he did when I was at the show to tell you to look out for the little guy in the red shirt. And I got to meet you because it makes this album just that much more. Because I get to, I get to picture you laying this sick shit down in person as I drive my little truck. You can hear it in the back of my house. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, that's about it, Mike. I miss you, buddy. I can't wait till I accumulate enough vacation time and money to come back and see you. Oh, buddy. Zealous one. Another great fucking album under your belt. Cat, Victoria's Secret can help you. Oh, <laughs> you can help Victoria's Secret. He could. Bye. All right, so thanks to Trailer Eyes for calling that in. I love it. You can hear the, the album playing in the background. Yeah, I like okay. how he scored his own voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Joe does. He's He, he goes all in. When he's yeah, doing thanks, something. thanks very much for the big O's, Joe. That was awesome. I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all bashful now. I'm all, oh, well, It's so weird that you get like that because you have no reason to be at all. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's his humbleness like, that makes it, yeah. him the good person that he is, though. It's just, it's yeah, it, I, it's unusual. He's and a, respect, I, a respectable Samoan, you know? Ah... <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. I'm, so, I'm huddled in my room, hoodie over my head now. Well, here's another one that will get you going. I was driving down to Yorker show on Wednesday night, took my dad with me. My dad had a really, really bad day. Figured I'd get him out of the house, make, get him some laughs. And uh, we were driving down, and out of nowhere, he just brought you up. He goes, how's that zealous guy that we met out in, in uh, Las Vegas? I'm like, oh, he's doing good. He just knew I'm coming out tomorrow. And, and my dad's like, yeah, he made me feel really important. I felt like a king that day. Oh, and I Papa thought that was Pilot. I thought that was really nice that he he loved it that much. Like here's the story, Cap. We went out to to Vegas to take Dad. It was right after he got he uh, got healed from his kidney cancer. I said, Dad, you get over your cancer. I'll take you out to Vegas because it's been a dream of his to go to Vegas. Well, Z knew, found out that I was coming out, so him he he drove all the way to Vegas to meet us out there, and we met at I don't even remember which casino we met at. Maybe New York, New York, or the MGM, one of those, and buying his drinks and dad feels like a fucking superstar because he's 
getting hugs up on from Z1, and we're walking around, and just dad's walking around the Vegas Strip like the biggest badass, and and it was <laughs> it, it meant a lot. And and uh, yeah, then afterwards we went out to a a gentleman's club. Dad went back to the the, the hotel. And we all went to a gentleman's club, and that was very interesting, too, because I don't really drink, but we were drinking Coronas, like they were going yep. out of style. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a really fun night. I don't remember oh, how I got back chance. to the hotel that night, but I did, luckily. I did. So oh, what's man. what's next for you after the, after releasing the album? Are you, are you going to go... I, I like I heard like, like Scrub Club is going to be touring around. Are you going to be doing any touring? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, uh, Doc and I are going to be involved in the uh, San Diego leg of the tour. I'm not sure uh, what the specifics are on that. I guess I'm just kind of waiting on word from uh, Hatter. Um, but as far as uh, I'm concerned, I'm, I'm glad I was able to get this album kind of out. So uh, now I can kind of fully concentrate on what's going on with the boss fights because uh, we, be, we should be releasing our album with... Uh, I want to say next month. I I, I don't want to put any pressure on uh, how how we're putting it together with the mixing and mastering and everything, but it, it's coming out soon. It's getting ready, and uh, we got we got some theoretically really big plans coming uh, this year. So I'm I'm really really stoked about it. I I've never been in a band before. I I don't know what's going on, but all I know is it's fun. And uh, man, it's 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 very new for me. And uh, wow. I, I'm really excited. Very, well, theoretically, very... I'm very excited too. I like I like new things to listen to, and you have <laughs> everything that you've ever attached yourself to. I've enjoyed, and everybody that I've talked to about it, they've enjoyed too. I've I have never come across a person that says, "Yeah, he really doesn't do it for me." And you always seem, in some way, to touch anybody that listens to your music, and it's it's what's special about you as an artist, and uh, and we appreciate you. We really do. I appreciate you and uh, being able to uh, appreciate the music too. I mean, like in in my head, it's like everyone has I don't know the choice to download it or not and take the time out because I know sometimes there's a couple albums that I'll miss because I just I don't know I didn't have the time or you know I, I I forgot or something came up. But I mean, I it really touches me that people actually take the time to go check out the site download it and then listen to it and then give me feedback on it and you know let let me know that they liked it so much that, that it's very touching to me it's in just this like, digital wow. age it's really it's really cool how fast you can get responses to an album like you're not waiting around forever to hear something about it and let's tell everybody where where they can get the album zealous1.com i'll put some links yep. in the uh in the show notes you go there the album's right there on the front page. You download it, you love it, and you listen to it more than a thousand times. I'm, I'm going to guarantee you, if you download this album, it's not going to be an album that you listen to once and then never, never listen to again. I have a, uh, uh, you know, a playlist on my iPhone, and one of my playlists are called is called Bumpin', and it has stuff like uh, Chris Calico and Tech Nine and some old Z1, and I would say it's, I would say like nine of the songs more than any other artist from one album is put into this playlist. And, and I'm just, I love driving in the car and coming up on random and it's good stuff. Z it's really good stuff. And then oh, you, yeah. you, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook. You want us to show everybody where to get to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say the Facebook link. I don't know if it's just Facebook backslash zealous one or, uh, I know Twitter is just, if you search zealous one, that comes up. I'm, to be perfectly honest, I'm still getting used to all the different buttons. If you go into, if you go into yeah. Facebook and you type in the search bar zealous one, it comes up first thing. Yep. 
So easy money. That's all you have to do. And then Twitter, follow him on Twitter. I've been following him on Twitter since he's had his Twitter. And yeah. <laughs> I love that. My brother-in-law came over last night. Well, he was such a rube. He's, you have to show me how to use Twitter. Now, I didn't think that Twitter was something that people needed uh, to be taught how to use. It's, it's pretty <laughs> fucking self-explanatory. Yeah, it is pretty easy. Um, I don't know. Like, I used to, I used to hate trying to blog and stuff. Like way back in the day when I first had my, had my uh, site up, and I was like, I guess that's just how everybody's interested in what you're doing. But yeah, Twitter's nice. You know One what the other two thing is a day. Good thing. The other thing is, is I found out. I was thinking the other day. You know, I used to get thousands of emails a week, and I'm not being like little. There, I can't even speak. I'm not like uh, over exaggerating. I used to get that many emails a week, and now I get you know I get a good good grip of them, but not like I used to. And I'm trying to figure out why. Maybe I fell off, which I probably have. I'm not as funny as I used to be. I'm more serious now that I'm a father. And but yeah, between Twitter and Facebook and all these social network sites, everybody gets and texting. Everybody gets to you that way instead of before. It was you know primarily you were emailed. That's how you got a hold of somebody. Well, now we're, we're out there so much that people can contact you, you know, in, in so many different avenues that, yeah, email is kind of going out the window, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. It's like, well, every every service you use has some kind of emailing thing. Like, you can direct message in Twitter. Facebook has the messages. Um, I mean, back when people used MySpace, uh, be honest, it's been a while for me. Yeah, I haven't been on in a long that time. That thing had an email. Um, everything. It's just and you it's know, so easy, easily accessible through your phone too. Like I mean, you can send direct messages through Twitter through your phone. Yeah. So it's like what I don't know. I, I just I don't have the patience to sit there and, and type an email out anymore. A couple sentences here and there, Twitter or text or Facebook. That's all I need now. Yeah, pretty much. Or unless you're gonna write some long manifesto to somebody of friggin' whatever you're talking about. I yeah, save that email, for bad news. Way, but... Email for me equals bad news. I'm just saving that for bad news. <laughs> like when yeah, when sense. I'm trying to like kick Cat off the show, it's an email. <laughs> it's not a, a text or a tweet. Like Cat, <laughs> you suck. Send. Aww. That's about that's about all I'd do for texting wise. But if it was bad stuff like I have to scorn her for her actions on a the show, then I'm gonna write a nice long email. There you go. Because I'm, I'm definitely sure. not going to write a letter by hand. Nah, make sure to get that. all the nice points in there that you want to make sure to hit home on. Yeah. Text is just quick. You suck. I hate your guts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, glad I warrant angry emails. Yeah, you do. You do. What about you, Paul? Do you have any questions? You're an artist. Do you have any questions for Z about recording and stuff? Uh, well, besides live performing and, of course, creating your album, what what else uh, are you passionate about it? Uh, what what are your goals with it? Uh, what do you think you you'd like to accomplish with what you're creating now? As as far as my solo stuff, um, yeah, it's still it's still the same for me. Ever since I first started, it's just uh, creating my story and sharing it. And uh, my I guess my uh, highest hopes for that is people like it. Because, I mean, I don't know. I'm, through my solo stuff, I'm not necessarily like, yeah, I need a record deal. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm kind of scared of that stuff. I don't know. Like, the whole 
trying I'm trying my best not to sound pretentious or anything, but the whole being famous thing, I'm like kind of scared to death of to be honest. <laughs> well, the um, whole industry has changed so much with the internet and the accessibility of music now that that's kind of more of a pipe dream than ever. Right, uh, yeah, as absolutely. far as getting as far as getting a, a record deal. But do you do you ever have aspirations of maybe being part of a movie score or uh television uh, you know, use have your music used on a more professional level. Not that you, not that you're not putting out a professional product. You definitely are. But oh you know, no, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, to shoot to have a track in a video game or something that yeah, would be right, right, super sweet. That'd be re- ridiculously awesome. I think. I mean, I think the way things are going, that's only a matter of time to hear it in a video game. Yeah. Oh but man, you're not, you're not necessarily pursuing stuff like that right now. Um, I mean, it, it's one of those things that now that my music's out there and it's free and it's easily accessible, um, that'd be cool if someone came by and heard that and was like, yeah, you know what, we could use that. Let's, let's talk and do stuff that way. That'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be, that's, that's one of the dreams that, you know, anybody, any kind of artist I would assume would have that, mm-hmm. uh, their music could be recognized to the point to where someone would, uh, like to utilize it within their own art. Cause to me, that's just a, bigger collaboration of arts so that'd be that'd be awesome if somebody somebody thought that they could use my own art to uh help further uh accentuate their own from time to time i've been known to say stuff on the show and then people take me up on it like i said i want to do some voiceover work and currently i'm voicing over a cartoon that will be yes. coming to light shortly here and i don't want to let uh really say more info on that but i'm really excited about that mike yeah i want to hear i definitely want to hear more about that yeah um so I'm going to throw this out there. If anybody wants somebody to score a movie for them, I could put some sick-ass fucking Zealous Wan, Kabuta the Python powerlifter tracks on it. It would be one of the dopest scores ever. I'm just saying. So if you have a movie that you're doing and you want somebody to do that, I'm, I'd make myself available for you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, maybe and the next Jennifer Aniston movie. No, not, <laughs> no it, would have to be a cool, it would have to be a cool geeky movie. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, like for the record, I, I just want to say Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is my new all-time favorite movie. So uh, That was fantastic. Aww. I love that movie. Still haven't seen it. I'm oh. embarrassed and say I didn't see it yet. I would, say, I, I, yeah. I would say that my two favorite movies right now, that are the ones that I'm watching over and over the most, is Scott Pilgrim and, believe it or not, The Social Network. I've been watching The Social Network a lot lately. Wait, more than once? Yeah, like I listen to it in the background when I'm at work. I don't know. I like the you way. Just, I like you the just way. Need the soundtrack. Yeah, you just need the soundtrack. So, but anyway, Scott Pilgrim is fucking fantastic, yeah. and you yeah, really didn't I, get to see that yet. Wow. No. It's on my queue. Yeah. Well, I might have to do something to help you out with that. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Right. Allegedly. <laughs> I got yeah. your bumper, Mike. <laughs> I don't. I don't keep a collection of DVDs, but I got that bad boy on Blu-ray. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we we and we. I didn't know what to expect of it, and I watched it with Ariana. And even you know, she's not even really into that kind of stuff. I mean, she married a geek, but she's not really into the geek culture. And yeah. she's like, I really like that movie. That part where they're the, he's battling the the twin guys up on stage, and they got yes. fucking uh, things uh, appearing and battling. Oh man, that was so fucking dope. I just that movie it. blew my mind when I first saw it. Like, uh, I I mean, I never read the uh, the uh, anime or the manga. Or- whatever it is for it but uh my buddy case at me now was like look man you gotta watch this movie this this movie is like you man and i was like ah all right all right 
And then when it got to that part, I that's when I officially declared it my favorite movie ever of all time. <laughs> Even over wow. zombie movies. Over zombie that's movies. That's saying a lot. Oh, speaking of zombies, what did you think of The Walking Dead? Oh, my God. I, I was so glad that they, they did that right. You know what I mean? Like, I was... I was just praying that it wasn't going to be cheesy, corny, like, okay, it's just going to be a shoot 'em up No, nah, man, the drama in it was actually legit. Um, I love how, like, the actors in it are, for the most part, unknown, kind of. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that helped me build the story around it, too. So, I know that for Mediocre Show, we had um, the season finale. We had a listener party down at the Wishing Well that we went down and watched it. And I took my dad down to that, you know, because, like, when I do something out of town, I like to take dad with me. And he never watched the movie. He never watched this show. And he sat there and he watched the last one. And on the way home, he's like, so it's a really good show. I really like it. And then they had a marathon on the, that AMC that next day where they played all of them in a row. And he actually stayed home all day and watched every single one of them. And yeah. He, he called me at the end of the day. He goes, I'm into zombies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I like a lot I was, of Go ahead. He's in the zombie zone. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just I I was bummed that like after after it ended because like I was hoping for more episodes, but I knew since it was a uh, it was a uh, pilot season kind of thing, they were still figuring out what to do with it. But yeah, then it was like we'll be back next December. I was like, son of a bitch. I know. That's that's a, a whole year you have to wait in between seasons. Yeah, they did um, that. They did that with the Sopranos too. It's like. You think people are going to lose interest after a year, but by the time that year is up, you're so ready to watch what's coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of rumors about it, too. Like, uh, all the writers that actually created the pilot are no longer a part of the the series anymore. Um, There's a couple other rumors I heard, but I I couldn't really, like, actually verify them. It was just hearsay on the Internet kind of thing, I think. Yeah, no, I haven't heard any rumors. Then again, I haven't really been looking for any of them either, though. To be honest yeah. with you. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Uh, I think that uh, if you're listening to the podcast right now and you're not like listening in your car or at work, please go to zealous1.com and download the album. And uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed in the least bit. I don't think that I'm over talking it. I don't think that we're overselling it. I'm trying. I try to be. I try to be as honest as I can to how I feel about the music. And and I legitimately just really love this album. And uh, I hope you do too. And uh, if you do, hit Zealous up on Twitter or Facebook. Thumb him up on Facebook. And uh, yeah, and just follow his career. Just this guy is blossoming. Every time he does something, he he gains more. I don't I, respect is a weird word to say, but you gain more respect as an artist. You gain more uh, more of a fan base every time you release something. And and I honestly, I've told you this for years. I think the sky is the limit for you. And uh, I would never be shocked if uh, all your dreams came true, because if there's one person I know, uh, you'd be one of those people that deserve it, for sure. You got me blushing and smiling at the the same same time. time. (laughs) (laughs) That takes me back. Well, Z, um, unless Kat and Paul, unless you have something else for him, we'll let him get on with his day with it. He has a big day ahead of him. For the love of God, just get off because you've been on here since early this morning on a Sunday. So <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by, though. Oh, absolutely. Thank it's you guys awesome. very it's much been like for ever since I've heard of you. Oh, yeah. It's, it feels like I, I came back in this very familiar house. I'm, I'm getting all comfy. It's good. <laughs> well, check this out. The album's called Rise. It's like he, he rose back into Cat's life. Yay. So <laughs> it's apropos. All right, well, thank you, Zells. Again, thanks for uh, giving us some time. I was uh, 
Uh, I felt really good that you uh, agreed to come on. To, I know you were busy today, but to come on and do the show, I was kind of being a dick on Facebook about it. Because Big Steven was like, oh, I got permission to play this Ellis One album. And I'm like, yeah, Ellis One's on double O this weekend. In your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really happy about it. And uh, we love you. And uh, and keep in touch. And uh, I wish you the, the best of success with the album. And I think, I think uh, everybody's going to be very pleased with it. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, please give the ladies a big hug and kiss for me, huh? I will. I will. And we, uh, when we do get out to California, you're going to be the first person we come to see. Yes! <laughs> Looking forward to it, big brother. All right. Well, take it easy, Zalus, and uh, much love. Much love, you guys. Thanks right. again very much for having me. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. For real. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. Late. Take Let's care, let. dude. Bye. So there you go. Zalus won. <laughs> very happy that you joined us here this morning. Very happy. And that's three people on the Skype line at the same time. This is holding up pretty good. Everybody sounds pretty good. That's good, man. I, I thought I, I, I thought I disconnected anybody. Everybody was like real quiet. Well, let's uh, let's um, take a little breaky poo here. I have something that I want to play. It's a little commercial that somebody sent me, and uh, we'll uh, revamp and then get back into it. So check this out. Are you fed up with randomly inseminating, producing droves of illegitimate children? Aw, man, not another court order for child support. Do conventional birth control methods leave you unsatisfied? Condoms? They greatly impede my performance. Take matters into your own hands with vasectomy. Home Edition. It provides you with the means for preventing all of those pesky, unwanted pregnations. Just clip it, then dip it. Side effects include all kinds of fucked up stuff happening. <laughs> uh, another great bit from South Philly, Paul. Well done, sir. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> yeah, you sent that. that. That made me really laugh. And the other one you sent that I played in the intro. You actually... Cool. I um, I was going to put, maybe I'll play it right now. I was going to, for the intro this week, I was going to play a call that we did on the Mediocre Show uh, last year. Um, Hope was going into the mall or to the bank, and some guy yeah. saw her and left a note on his car about uh-huh. that he was, you know, and I clipped that out because um, Scott the Pool Boy was listening to that show, and he's like, oh, that was such a great, that was such a great voicemail that you left, and I was going to make that the intro for the show this week, and then Paul, you sent the other one, and uh, the uh, the porn prey, and I'm like, well, I guess that knocks that out because that was much funnier than this. But uh, you know what? Fucking, I'm since I already clipped it out. This call was made last year in the mediocre show, and uh, I might might give you a giggle or two if you never heard it. Oh, that's great, Mike. Uh, aloha. My name's Shane. I'm 23, five ten, 183 pounds. Athletic build, longer black hair, originally from Hawaii. I was leaving the mall on my way to the client. I'm a masseuse. Ooh, that's sexy. Uh, when I saw you going in, since I may not see you again, I left this note. If you'd like, hit me up sometime. Listen, dude. I just found this note in my wife's purse. Now, I've been suspecting that bitch cheating on me for quite some fucking time. Now I have proof. If you are fucking my wife, I will end you, sir. <laughs> Hear the seriousness in my voice. Because you know what? You might be 23, 5, 10, 183 pounds. Well, I'm 6'10", and I weigh a good 320. 
I will <laughs> fucking destroy you. <laughs> Sexually. In the pants area. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. Aloha. No, really. I mean, how, many, how much balls does it take to leave a note on somebody's car anyway? I mean, that's really ball. That's stalkerish, dude. And if she fell for that, if she really fell for that, <laughs> Wayne Brady's going to have to choke a bitch. <laughs> so I have your number. And I expect you to at least be man enough to get back to me and let me know what's going on. <laughs> because deep down, I love her. You don't even... You don't even know her like I do. Shane, if you're any kind of a good man, don't fuck with Penelope. My little Penelope. My love. How could you do this to me? Hold on, I need a second. <laughs> anyway, I'll fucking end you, dude. That's all there is to it. Hit me back. I left the number. I'm pretty sure I did. If not, I'll call you the fuck back and you better answer next time. Stop fucking with people's wives. Be easy. <laughs> and, uh, that's... <laughs> My little penelope. I uh <laughs> I will destroy you. Sexually. Sexually. I am six ten. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite line throughout that whole thing, and Scott brought it up to me, was you don't even know her like I know her. <laughs> She's my fucking wife, of course he does it. <laughs> Mike, I don't know if you remember this. But <laughs> the first time I heard that. I responded with you. Sh you should have called him and said, "Look, I I want you to I want you to fuck my wife while I watch, and then I want to jerk off all over your asshole." <laughs> I think you just killed a cat. I'm sorry, cat. <laughs> I felt drowned in my teeth. Don't, don't you know that you should probably never talk when Paul's talking about jerking off on assholes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a good idea. Was it at least green tea? Because that's better for you. I think you broke her. Now look, now see how much of a bad mood she was in, and now listen to her laugh. I can't. T I can't tell what she's laughing at. Was she? Did she hear what I said? Or? I think she heard what you said. Yeah. Yes. You hear that? Okay. That high pitched right. squeal. I mean, that's what she heard. The dolphin's back. Yeah. Now do you realize that now her husband's in the other room? And she's laughing like this. He has to think, what the fuck is she laughing about? I know he's saying that. Because I would be saying show. that. This is why he hates the show. Yes, because he just hears this shrieking. <laughs> 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 no, I started, I'm choking on tea and falls like at least, I hope at least it was green. So it's healthier. <laughs> yeah, he's not worried about you choking. He wants you to be healthy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you got into a better mood, Cap. 
I could have went. I was I was thinking about going the other route and just completely. And and I haven't done it in quite some time, where I just rode you the whole show until you raged. I've been. Uh, it's, it's a kinder, gentler Mike. I, you know, I wanted to talk about this. Maybe this is what we'll end the show off on. You know, here of late, I haven't felt as funny as maybe I have in the, in the past. Now, this isn't the point where everybody goes, oh, no, you're really funny. You're still funny. Blah, blah. I'm not looking for that. But I like that even with me not feeling that funny, I'm liking the direction the show is going because I've been doing comedy shows for so many years that, you know, doing something a little bit serious and more about real life and what's going on on the show reflects what's going on in my life. Like the job hasn't been very good and, and, uh, the diet thing has been really hard. I'm not saying that's been easy and, uh, just, you know, overall my, my mental outlook has been, I wouldn't say I've been depressed, but I've been down and, uh, but I'm really proud of the shows that we've been releasing here late. And I want you two to both know that. Thanks, Mike. I mean, I, I feel I feel the same way in a lot of ways. I don't think every second of every show has been uh, brilliant, but I think there's been a lot of good moments uh, that that we've achieved. I think there's been a, a lot of entertainment that we've been putting out there. Yeah. Um, it, it boils down to, do you like our conversation? Because that's basically what it is. Yeah. Like, there's going to be funny things that come up, but overall, it's more it's more of a conversational piece, which is what the show started off with me and Kat to begin with. Well, more I mean, a, addressing the, the point that you don't think you're as funny, I, I think the way you approach, the way you approach podcasting is you're more on the fly. Yeah. You know, the, uh, and you, uh, as far as I can tell, you've always been that way. I think if you actually s- sat down, which you have at certain times, but if you actually sat down and concentrated on a bit or on, uh, you know, some, uh, the way a conversation should go or how it should go and things you should say, I think, you, you know, I think it would be hysterical, you well, know, but, but that's not really your thing. That's more my thing. I yeah. think that's more my, my, uh, my strength. Life actually. has been a whirlwind. I wish, I wish I could find them. I'm going to have to look, but there's for the awful show. There's oh my God. tens and tens of tens of commercials that I did that, right. were, that I thought were really funny and they're lost. They're all gone. I wish no, I could dude, find I'm sure them. some, some listeners have them. Yeah, if you have any of those old commercials, send them my, send them my way. Obviously, I don't uh, have the commercials themselves clipped out, but I have every single show saved. Yeah, I do too. I have the I have an archive. Okay. It's actually running on my website right now. It's an archive of every show I've ever been on, and uh, so I have them all, and I have them all backed up too. But I don't know. I just uh, I'm really liking the the broadcasting aspect of this show. Like this is more of a broadcast as opposed to me just being. Uh, a pain in the ass or being a jerk the whole time, which when I'm being a jerk, I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm fucking funny. And that's, yeah. that's all there is to it. But man, I'm liking the show and I just want you to know that. Oh, is that in response to our, our iTunes reviews? <laughs> Why? Did we get more reviews? Oh, wait, well, we got yeah. three since last uh, episode. Oh, well, do you have them? I do. Oh, we'll read them. All right, so first ones, give this one a listen. It's an awesomely awesome podcast by Livin' Large. My favorite podcast host and one of the most beautiful co-hosts there is, Kat, just saying. Definitely funny and definitely worth the download. Topics change every episode so you're not stuck with the same boring talk. Check this out. Nice. I like that. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Um, rewrite by Duh869. 
had to rewrite this review due to the most recent addition to the, the rotating third seat. Like the loose change you find in between the couch cushions, Paul is a pleasure to find. It's taken a few shows for him to get his, find his timing with these two dominant personalities, but each episode gets better as his voice gets heard. If you question Paul's genius, then listen to his show, South Valley Podcast, to remove all doubt. How you like that, Paulie? I love it, man. I appreciate that very much. And that's another thing. It just means shut the fuck up more. That's all it means. <laughs> no, it means don't worry about what other people say and just keep doing what you're doing. As long as you make – here's the thing. And this this is going to sound awfully cocky and so be it. But as long as you make me laugh, that's all that fucking matters to me. <laughs> I mean because what it boils down to, I am grateful for our listeners and our friends that listen to this show. I, I oh, really yeah. am. Absolutely. But what it boils down to, I'm doing the show on my personal time. My life is a fucking whirlwind, and to take the the hour or the hour and a half to do a show is is a gift to myself. And if you're making me laugh, that's all that fucking matters. I'm glad that other people like it, but well, as long well, as I get done with the show and while I'm editing, I'm laughing at an edit. That 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 means the world to me. This that's is going to sound cocky too, but I mean, I do the show uh, for selfish reasons, of course, you know, because I want to be part of it and I appreciate the opportunity. Plus, I do it for people that want to hear us or that want to hear me. You know, that's that's who I do it for. Secondly, yeah. um, if they appreciate what my humor and my conversation with you two guys. Great. That's who I do it for. You know, hmm. you know what I'm doing right now? I'm looking at the Skype screen and Paul's picture for Skype is him in a Batman T-shirt standing next to me in a Geek Show T-shirt at the listener, yeah, party. A listener party. Yeah. Yeah. And. I'm looking at the picture and I'm looking at myself. I have I'm sitting here with my arms crossed the exact same way. <laughs> that must be something I do that I wasn't realize. I didn't realize. Is it like uh, Barney in the in the uh, in uh, How I Met Your Mother, where you're like, no matter what they do, they always take a picture of him and he's looking suave and. No, because when I t- there's a lot of pictures of me that don't look suave, but this particular well, picture I look like a beast. It's like that other picture from the um, the Paul the um, the Walking Dead party. Oh, I hate that picture it's a, of myself. It's me, you, Troy, and Eric. And I posted it on Facebook, or Troy posted it on, posted it on Facebook, and they said the person said something about Mike's always talking about how heavy he is. He looks more solid like a power lifter in this picture, and I put it down, yeah, I'm a fucking beast, because I do look yeah, like I, a... Well, yeah, I think you come out, I in pictures, I think you come out well-proportioned. Yeah. Like, you could tell you got some weight on you, but you, you come out well-proportioned. Me, I look like I got a, I shouldn't fucking say, I look like I got a fucking belly. Yeah, coming out, you know, and that's that's. Uh, I don't like that. Ah. <laughs> I think it's an unflattering picture of me. Well, but, you know. speaking of weight, well, let's uh, let's get a weigh in. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, let's see what Cat's down to. Cat, what are you down to on your special? No, hold on. Oh, who the fuck cares? No, it's actually bad news. <laughs> it's actually bad news. So I was doing so good, the pounds were just falling off. And then Valentine's Day fucking rolls around. We go to Sonic. It's the best thing I've ever had. We but had it Sonic was for like, lunch yesterday, Kat. Oh, my God. Ah, yeah, it, but you're it, supposed to it, fuck ugh. all that off. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, they're, they're married <laughs> many years now. That doesn't happen anymore, Paul. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a sexually so, frustrated laugh, if you ask no, me. No, it was a... I, See, like, I don't want to counter that view because then it just gets gross and nobody cares. So I'm just going to let it hang, but I feel bad letting it hang because it's not true. If so, it's hanging and not standing up straight, there's something going answer. on wrong. That's just my opinion. What? I said if it's just hanging and not poking up straight, there's something definitely going oh, wrong. God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> anyway, so that reminds you... me of a funny story. Anyway, um, but one I'm not going to talk about. Um, so I had Sonic, and it was like seriously about 1,700 calories just for dinner. Um, and so I put on like a pound there, and you know, then I'm 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 trucking through the week, and then we had last night, and I ate a bunch of shit, and I'm up two pounds from well, that, that's a, last show. There's a lot of beer. Plus, you know, you're uh, retaining water. So, you know, that, that happens. So yeah, what, what are you down to? One, one, one oh six. No, shut the fuck up. I'm heavier than that. Like uh, 20 pounds heavier. Oh, wow. <laughs> 126. Wow. No, I think I think eight right now. I think my leg, my one leg is one twenty six. <laughs> I was gonna say it's my left arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, you know, like I'm real. I'm almost down to my high school weight. I like when like, I talk to people and they tell awesome. me they, they what they weigh and I'm like that's th- I'm like three of you and you think about that I'm like three people <laughs> that's ridiculous and you're worried about twenty pounds go fuck yourself cat I know I know I know it's <laughs> I know it's nothing to bitch about I'm just frustrated with my own progress okay how's that okay all right what about you Paulie what are you what's what's the haps with you this morning uh, as of this morning I am officially two ninety nine. Look at you. Wow, what are you yeah. doing? Uh, well, a lot of protein, uh, a little bit of carbs, uh, exercise, a little bit of weight training, and, uh, you know, calisthenics, that type of stuff. Plyometrics. Uh, and, just, and just eating more natural foods as opposed to processed stuff. That's cool. Uh, trying to end my eating day early as possible. You know, yeah, eating before beyond. bed really hurts. Try not to go 7 o'clock, you know, past 7 o'clock. Uh, I, I I just recently switched my exercise routine to the nighttime because it's been a bitch getting up in the morning and doing it before work. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to motivate myself to do it after dinner. So, you know, burn some of those calories, keeps my metabolism going through my sleep. Uh, I And I've been really good for uh, the last couple of weeks. Last Saturday, I kind of lost my mind a little bit and uh, fell off the wagon just a little bit. But uh, I've been I've been on the track I've been on track ever since. So awesome, nice. good job, Paul. I for me I am um, I've been really good with the Atkins, uh, keeping the low carbs down. Now I stopped drinking. I was drinking eight ounces of iced tea in the morning for the first two mm-hmm. weeks, and about a week and a half ago I stopped completely. I've been off iced tea for a week and a half. Wow. And that's uh, that's a lot of sugar that I cut out of my diet. So I figured oh, yeah. since Nikki from Georgia sent us up a whole bunch of bark from Mediocre Show, I give myself in the morning a nice little little uh, nibble of the bark, the uh, bacon and sea salt and almond bark. Which And then she also sent this, uh, um, what is it called, orange and cream one. It's so good. I've been trying to be good during the day. Well, anyway, yesterday, I haven't stepped on the scale all week. Because I was driving myself nuts with it. I'd be up two pounds, I'd be down two pounds. Up two pounds, down two pounds. Yeah, yeah. Really drive me nuts. Stepped on the scale last night before I got in the shower. 288.1. Wow. And I was like, like right before the shower, I was like, I'm going to eat some popcorn watching a movie tonight. Because I watched uh, my nephew and Anya last night. We watched um, Megamind and Tangled. And I was like, I'm going to make some popcorn and I'm going to, you know be bad tonight and after stepping on the scale completely re-inspired me so i didn't touch any of that stuff and uh nice. i'm really i'm really i'm i'm bending over better my back's feeling a little better so i great. i didn't great, think Mike. i didn't think i'd see 288 like ideally i thought i wanted to get down to like 260 but i never thought i'd get under 290 and i'm 
It was like when I came south of uh, 300. It's the, it's that same feeling. Wow, I can't believe I'm in the 280s now. And cool. uh, and now the next thing will be the 270s. So let's keep it up, Paul. We're doing a good job. Mike, I you're think you're always awesome. going to be. I think you're always going to be that 10 pounds ahead of me because I kind of I kind of slacked off that first week. Yeah, you know. So I got to send you. I don't know, butterscotch fudge or something. <laughs> i'll tell you what i am missing if you send a couple pizzas to the house i lose my mind i'm missing oh oh you should have told me that i'm missing pizza something fierce (laughs) oh my god it's been twice now since i started this diet that anya's ordered pizza and oh my god you sit there and watch your house yeah it's in the house it's in the house (laughs) there's something on the wing of the plane but no so i'm watching i look at this pizza um today i thought about um a beef pie you know uh you get that pie crust, and you, the Dinnymore beef stew, and you make a nice big beef pie. I miss that. I miss corn, which mm-hmm. I didn't think I would. But I, like this morning for breakfast, I didn't. We ate eggs yesterday for breakfast, and we ran out of them, and I didn't feel like running out before the show. So I got a steak out of the fridge, and I got some bacon out of the fridge, and I made some steak and bacon, and I put that over a uh, spinach bed and put some uh, some uh, Italian cheeses on it and some uh, Worcestershire and. Uh, Balsamic Ooh. vinaigrette, and that was my my brunch this morning, and nice. all within the the range of what I'm supposed to eat. So yeah, I'm, I mean I'm feeling pretty good. It's just sometimes when you're trying to plan a meal, it kind of gets de- it deflates you. You're like, well, I can't have this, and I, what, what am I going to have as a side? And you, you get right. sick of salad, and but you step on that scale, and I'm telling you, people, if you're thinking about doing it, it's feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good about myself. A big part of it is having what you need in the house, man. That's a big part of it. Yeah. And you know, let me see, October, November, October to November, November, December, December, January, January, February. And then at the end of this month, that'll be four months. I'm completely tobacco free too. Nice. Nice. So fumo.biz for all your electronic cigarette needs. Good changes. I know I'm really getting healthy, cat. It's crazy. Like I didn't think I'd make it to to 50 and now I'm thinking about, I might make it to 60. (laughs) Nice. See? Feeling, I was really depressed, like death depressed this week too, though. I don't want to get into it, but anyway, Uno Shato. Are you still? Um, this morning I had a really good time, so not as bad. But Ariana works this weekend, so she'll go to work, and I'll be feeling bad for my feeling sorry for myself later. But right now I'm feeling pretty good. Good. I'm a roller coaster. I'm an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, Um, go ahead. Well, we do also have one or more the big, or there's two more iTunes reviews. Oh, okay. And I don't want to. I don't want to seem like we're ignoring that big one. So oh, okay, I'm sorry. Out. I didn't. I forgot. Oh no, no, no. We we just we picked up on conversation. Um. So this next one's the truth by Austin in California. We always ask for the truth. We do, and he says so. All right, guys. I'm going to be honest. Since that's what Mike said he wants, I started listening to OO on episode 17, and I fell in love. Mike and Cat were hilarious, and Dan made it better. I quickly proceeded to download and listen to all of the episodes and re-listen to them. In my opinion, the best episodes were from 19 to 24, so we had five good shows. <laughs> awesome. Now that South Philly Paul has replaced Dan, I feel the show has slowed down. South Philly Paul is a funny, funny guy and is nice, but is better suited for a solo show. In a show where two domina- there are two dominating hosts, such as Cat and Mike, I'm dominating. Paul, is somewhat- yeah. Paul is somewhat unheard. Me, as well as some people that I talk to, have felt that the show has lost a lot of its humor. It's just saddening to see my favorite podcast seem to slowly drop off. I still listen to the show, but it isn't the great hour and a half of my half a week I was used to. Thanks, guys, for putting work into the show, but I feel like this needed to be said. So thanks. How many stars did we get on that one? One? 
I think it was three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Three or four, yeah. Well, that's yeah. honest. Right. Yeah, right. And that's what we asked for. So, I'm, yeah, I'm happy that I'm happy that we're at least being talked about between a group of people. That yeah. that, that makes me happy. <laughs> like there was an intervention without us uh, upon the uh, without us involved in the intervention. That's nice, pretty good. I like it. No, Austin, I'm sorry that you're not uh, laughing at the show as much. Well, we touched base on that earlier. Um, life is life, and uh, I- I'm not saying this in a bad way, but you're a teenager, and I'm 35 years old, and uh, this, like I said, my mood and my uh, comedy reflects my life. So hopefully uh, in the future, uh, we'll be a little funnier for you, and uh, you can change that back up to, uh, you know, if it's a three, back up to a four or a five. But if not, uh, I appreciate the honesty. I really do. Yep, me too. Paul doesn't, uh, though. Paul's like... Fuck the oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> no, he said some really nice things about me. I appreciate it. You know, yeah. that's that's how he perceives it. You know, that's that's what he's getting out of it. Um, the the show has a different dynamic now. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. We have like a hundred reviews on iTunes, and there's shows that have been around forever that don't have that. So I'm I'm happy. For, I don't. <laughs> I'm happy for it. I'm, I'm I appreciate everything you guys have done for us and and listening and all that. So yep. Um. We're going to go. Oh, there's one more. Jesus. Okay, good. It's a tiny little one. Don't worry about it. Paul by Alex Messenger. I like Paul, and Mike's still awesome. Mm, True story. Love it. Love (laughs) it. Right to the point. Yep. You can't can't beat that. If you want to leave us an iTunes review, uh, Honest One, we implore you to do so. Like Kat loves, she's loving these fucking iTunes reviews. And um, even though, like I said earlier, the email's kind of dead, if you want to email something to the show, uh, it's orgasmoblivious.com. Uh, you can check out our Facebook page by going to obviouslyoblivious.com. Yeah, ups and downs there. Sometimes people comment, sometimes they don't. Um, um, would like to see a little more interaction there, but if not, I understand people will have other things to do. Um, what's the uh, voicemail line? It's 206-888-6052. So there you go. You can call that voicemail line and leave a voicemail. We appreciate those as well. And uh, there's something else I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember. But I will tell you. That uh, Wednesday night, live at 8 p.m. on ArecibaRadio.com. Mediocre Show will be recording uh, recording live, broadcasting live. Mediocre Show will be broadcasting live. And uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the show last week, but it was really fucking fun. I, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. that show. The, the, some of those MySpace musics were absolutely ridiculous. Oh, my God. Or, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. ridiculous. Big, big booty bitches. Big booty bitches. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was MySpace karaoke. And, um, you know, I wanted to... You know, I don't get to do this too often, but I want to send out a special uh, thank you to Eric. Eric does such a fine job getting the show out every week, and uh, he works really hard at it with everything else he has going on in his life, and I appreciate that. I really do. Those guys are really busy now, too. Yeah, they got a lot going on in their life. So, uh, more so than ever. And if you want to, uh, if you're in the Salt Lake City area and you want to be at the Mediocre Show listener party, it's a... The Mediocre Show is going to be broadcasting live. The Geek Show is going to be broadcasting live. South Philly Paul is going to be there. And then uh, later on that night at a different venue, Top Dead Celebrities playing too. It's going to be awesome. Saturday, March 19th. It's going to be an awesome fucking day. Oh, man, I'm psyched. Yeah, I can't can't wait. I I mean, I'm literally, that's another thing that's dragging me down. It's like, uh, you don't, I don't have any food to look forward to. And I have this thing (laughs) in the future to look forward to. And it's just like every day has been dragging ass. But it will be here before we know it, and uh, oh yeah, uh, we're we're all flying out together, right, Paul? 
Oh, yeah. I sent my uh, money to Eric uh, last week. Yeah, so we're all going to fly out together, and we're just going to have a really good time. So March 19th in Salt Lake City, you go to MediocreShow.com. All the information's there, and um, well, that's about it. Um, I know that Uno Shato sent in uh, a conversation, a topic, and we were going to mm-hmm. brush up on that this week. But when Zealous, the album came out, I'm sorry, I've lost my mind, and I really wanted to get Zealous yeah. on the show. And uh, I like talking to Zealous, so that took longer than I expected. So we'll try to get into uh, Uno Shato's idea next next show and if you have something else that you'd like to hear us talk about or even if you want to come on shoot shoot us an email or something on on a uh, facebook and say hey i'd like to come on and talk about something i'm i'm okay for that the skype seems to be holding up well so going to lead you guys off with uh, another zealous one song tonight it's off of the album rise the song is called rise once again thank you to zealous for coming on and uh and hanging out with us go to zealous1.com to download the album and uh, yeah, for obviously oblivious 0039, Evil Cheshire Cat, South Philly Paul, this Yo. is the Mike saying, I'd. Get free. I just wanna live and breathe, but I got a fucking beast deep inside of me. What's wrong with me? It's so wrong in me. I can't hold for long, it's so strong in me. I know I can't do this. Hold on, I know I can't do this. Can't sleep, just got myself back on track and I can't afford to slack. Won't die, I try, but can't kill this. This hole, I try to fulfill this. I cringe when I hear the cries inside when it wakes, but I cannot let this. 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 This is the fuel that consumes me. These echoes bring me I cut my breath so long, and inside this fire is burning so strong. Fearing the rage, complex sorrow. Loves the day, hates tomorrow. So lost, I even so clueless. Yeah, focus those, I gotta do this. I've lived the life so cold and torn. This human size, what can't be warm? This monster vibe kept on a leash. Just waking up, I can't be released. I wouldn't trade anything for this. Wouldn't be me without each this. This beast that lives deep inside of life. Should wait for the perfect chance to. I won't I cannot let this. 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 This rage I keep inside. It just never subsides. I'm trying to fight these feelings inside. This rage I keep so blindly. Why does it need to hide behind? Why can't this? Why can't this? Why can't this?
Hey, we forgot to do the three stories thing. Oh, we can we can do that real quick and make it an after show. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I'll, I'll start off. The, the idea about this is, as I asked you guys to come up with three things. One of them's true. Two of them are false. And the other two people have to um, decide what's false, what's true. And I thought that the listeners could play along at home. So, well, why don't th- why don't we uh, have them give the answer next show? No, because I'm I'm all about instantaneous results. Oh, you want to do it? Yeah, now? I, okay. I don't have the patience for shit. So, <laughs> I, I, it's all fine. About... Fine, just be that way. Fine. Yeah. We can we can maybe like have a pause, and they can pause the the show. Yeah, your ideas are garbage, Paul. I'm sorry. And then think about it, and then you know. <laughs> but it boils down to it. It's still running the ship here. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love it. We have a new tagline for obviously oblivious. What's that? It's my gift to myself. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Obviously oblivious. My gift to myself. Yeah, I like it. All right, because all three of us feel the same way. Yeah, that's true. All right, so I don't even know what to call this. This is called three things. How's that? Sure. Three all right. things. We're gonna read three things to you. You tell me what's true and what's false. Let me read them all first. Okay. okay. If you want to discuss them i implore you to, to do so okay Uh-oh. now are we going to guess which one's true right after you get done well we just can talk them out to get to your point okay, okay. No, i mean uh in other words you're going to do your three and then we'll guess which one's true or are we going to each do our story no we're going to do yeah we're going to do i'm going to read it and then you're going to guess one set at a time, okay yeah. cool okay so okay. here we go uh number one a recent study indicates when men crave food they tend to crave fat and salt when women crave food, they tend to desire chocolate. Number two, a recent study indicates that 3.3 billion pounds of chocolate is consumed by men every year. And number three, a recent study indicates that Americans prefer salty or fatty snacks to chocolate. So hmm. you used to have to figure this one out. Oh, crap. I didn't realize they'd be all the, that close and related to the same thing. Shit. And I I'm didn't not- realize it wasn't going to be a personal Thing. No. Oh, we, actually, actually, we're going to learn something thought, about Paul. Actually, it was like three personal uh, experiences. You just made person. this even better. Next show, that's what we'll do. Remind me. Yeah. Dude. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. So the first one was that men crave when they get cravings, they crave meat and salt. What was it? Uh, fat, and fat and salt. Fat and salt, and then women crave chocolate. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing these down so I can remember. The second one is that men eat so many pounds of chocolate a 3. year. 3.3 billion pounds. 3.3 billion? Yep. Okay. All right. And then the last one is that Americans tend to prefer salty, fattening foods to chocolate. Yep. Okay. I don't know. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Because I feel not everyone likes chocolate of both sexes. So I don't feel like it's... You know, like I know women that don't like chocolate. What do you feel, Paul? You're a guy. I agree with Kat. I was going to go with the third one that people like. Uh, people are addicted to, to fatty, salty things more so. Okay, so you both say number three. Yeah. yeah Survey says that the most sexist one was the true answer. Recent study indicates when men huh. crave food, they tend to crave fat and salt. When women crave food, they desire chocolate. Wow, we're very simple. Just chocolate. I was like, that sounds fat and salt. That sounds so sexist. It sounds like something I'd say, but it was actually the real stuff. It sounds stereotypical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sexist just sounds stereotypical. Fuck well, it, Paul. I mean, it sounds I, sexist. I know. I crave chocolate. Like, I'm heavy into chocolate. <laughs> I would say that's probably 50 of your pounds. 
is just the chocolate sitting in your gut. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, Laughing McGee, you're up. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay, so I just picked like some common misconceptions. So these are super easy. I feel like you, especially Mike. Mike's just going to know because he knows things. <laughs> so, all right. The first one is there's a, uh, you can see a naked woman hidden in the Disney movie, The Rescuers. I love the Disney ones. Um, two, your fingernails keep growing after you die. Your hair and fingernails. Three, use 10% of your brain. That whole percent of your brain use thing, I don't see how they could accurately say that. Because your whole brain's functioning at some point. Your your brain yeah. has a purpose. It's not just sitting there as a, a lump of fucking flesh. And I think it varies per person. Yeah. Um, the, the, some people definitely using 4%. The one that I think is right is true and it's not. The one that your fingernails and your hair continue to grow after you die. They don't actually continue to grow. They just seem to because the rest of your tissue retracts. Like, you know, it, it shrivels up. So, at least that's what I heard on him. What was the first one? There's a naked first, woman in the there's Rescuers. There's a naked woman in the Rescuers, yeah. I think you could find a naked woman in any of the Disney films if you're trying to really look hard enough. So, that seems like like the penis in Little Mermaid. <laughs> Wait, the, it's the uh, the big tower in the background, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you, Little Mermaid had a penis. So, that seems like that could be I true. Did. But I think that's all speculation too. So even though they don't grow, I'll go with I'll go with that. What you found is number two. Okay, Paul. So Paul, what do you say? I would say number two. The uh, nails and hair continue to grow. Okay, that's the true one. Yeah. Okay. Well, the answer is it's the naked woman and the rescuers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It seemed very so, likely, but I didn't know if they actually... I didn't like, believe said. it until they freeze-framed it and I saw it online. There is a picture of a naked woman in a window of a passing building as they're taking off in the albatross. Wow. It's like a full, like you see titties and nipples. Like, Good. I got something to there. jerk off to this afternoon. <laughs> no, it's Sweet. not like that. I mean, no, I, so, I, I, um, I'm very... I can go with anything. It's okay. So You're very fast. the other ones, yeah. you, everyone... <laughs> It's like an Olympic sport. If you if there was an Olympic sport for speed jerking, oh man, I would fucking win. I'd be I'd be like fucking Uwe Boll or whatever the fuck Whip that guy is. Yeah, Uwe Boll. That really fast Jamaican guy. Isn't that his name? Uwe Boll. No, Uwe Boll was a horrible film director. Oh, whatever the fucking guy's name is. But he used to direct really fast. Yeah, really fast. Over here yeah. now. Talk. Speak. He's a really Action. fast movies. Cut. All right, so Paul, you're up. All right, dude, this is going to be a little bit different than what you guys uh, provided. Uh, this like is personal this information, but yeah, that's what I thought we were going with. Usain uh, Bolt. Know. That's the guy. Usain Bolt. Oh, okay. Okay. I was close. Bolt, Bolt, whatever. By the way, you're right on the fingernails thing. I know. They don't really grow. They just, your skin shrinks. And also you all, everyone uses hundred percent of their brain. Yeah. That's yeah, that seemed right to me. Okay. Go. Okay. Um, yeah, what I'm providing are, uh, facts from my life. Okay. Uh, the first one, I recently found out that my ex actually cheated on me two months before I actually left the house. Ooh. Okay. Uh, number two, 
uh, I was getting on an elevator, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago, and this uh, woman was in the elevator, and there was a few other guys in there, and she, she went, oh, oh, somebody smells good this morning. And I leaned over, and, and I said to her, well, it can't be me, because I just shit myself. <laughs> I know that's not true right away. Okay. <laughs> Throw that one out the window. Because even if she did talk to you, you wouldn't say anything back anyway. So throw no, that well, one out. Well, she said it in general to the whole elevator. Yeah, she no. You uh, certainly did tell her, you, no, you shit yourself. No, no. Okay. Um, the third one is, uh, currently I'm a videographer. So I videotape depositions. And part of the process is going on and off the record. So the attorney actually uh, went off the record to talk to the witness about the place that he works at, hiring hot girls. He said, excuse me, can we go off the record? Yeah, sure. All right, now we're off the record. That place, uh, you hire really hot girls, right? That's what he literally went off the record for <laughs> to ask the witness. Okay. And the oh witness God. was like, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're attractive. Oh, my God. All right, let's go back on the record. And then the deposition continued. Okay. I'm going to hear three things. All right, so I'm going to say the second one. I threw that out. That's so. There's only it's a fifty-fifty shot here, and I was in the boat that you were in, and I would hope that you never would have to go through that. So just because I care about you, I'm going to say that the guy said about hiring hot chicks. Okay, cat, cat. Um, what's your guess? All right, so I I likewise don't think you would say that. Like I think I think you're somewhat kind of bashful. I don't think you would say that to the woman in the uh, elevator. Although I did write this down as woman smelled good shit. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, It'd be more impressive if it said woman smells dick skin. That would be better. <laughs> your dick sm- skin uh, smells delicious. Your dick smells. Dick smin. Dick smin. All right. God, I'm uh, sorry. All right. Uh, the off record hot girls thing. I feel like I don't want that to ever be true. So I'm going to say it's not. And women cheat all the damn time. So I'm going to say her ex cheated before she left. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say is true. Okay. The true one, as far as I know, is that that attorney actually asked to go off the record. <laughs> oh, my God. To ask the witness Ugh. if they hired hot girls. That, that sounds plausible to me. Yeah, I agree. This attorney is a trip, man. He is something else. What he's is he like, like, is he he's like 90 like a, years old? He's like, no, he's a young dude, and he thinks he's Vince Vaughn. He thinks he's like a Vince Vaughn character in a movie. You know, uh, a guy that oh. kind of talks out his ass like a Vince Vaughn character in Made. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Made. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like that. And it's, it's funny. When he asked me to go back on the record, <laughs> I didn't just go, yes, okay. I went, <laughs> you, can hear, you can hear me on the recording go, uh, sure. I'll go back. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. All right. Well, that was fun. I, I like uh, I like Paul Paul's way better. Three things yeah, about no, us we do don't too. know. I like it better because I I want you to guys to do it now. All right. Well, let's let's do. I'll come up with with uh, three real quick for you. Oh boy. Uh, one. Um, when I was seven years old, I ripped down a shower curtain, and I blamed it that I was hanging from it because I slipped in the shower and I jumped up to grab the shower curtain so I wouldn't fall. But you really just ripped it down? Doesn't matter. Okay. Allegedly. Two. Uh um, My sister was born with a tail. Hmm. Bonnie. 
if you want to know which sister it was. And three, sometimes I lock Anya in the dog crates with the dogs when I want to run out to the store to get something real quick. <clears throat> Go ahead, Kat. I don't believe that last one at all. <laughs> I just can't see you doing that ever. Um, uh, I don't understand the shower curtain thing. Like, so it's down, but why is it down? Like, and you said it was because you, so there must be some weird, interesting story about how it got ripped down. that just wasn't said. The shower curtain was ripped down. And my excuse was I was slipping in the shower and I jumped up to grab it. And that's why it fell. Right. That's, that's an excellent cover up. Yeah. Knowing you is something horrible. (laughs) Like you were using it to jerk off. A shower curtain? Yes. Yeah, I needed I needed a rubber and it was the only thing plastic big enough to fit over me. <laughs> it wouldn't even wrap all the way around. No, it was just a small shower curtain. You know, standard size, you know. Jesus. Now you now I don't know. That one's kinda of shape I'll I'm gonna say that one. I don't I don't think your sis had a tail. Maybe. It's possible. That's my second guess, though. But the first one's seven. There's seven-year-old shower curtain thing. Okay, Paul. Well, I I think Anya might request t- to go in the cages with the dogs. I don't know if you would put her in there. Uh, I don't think your sister has a tail. And uh, I don't know. Maybe the first one you were trying to recreate the the scene from Psycho. So I think it's the first one. Actually, I was hanging from it, swinging. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I was swinging back and forth, and it didn't hold. And I told my parents that I was slipping, and I jumped up and grabbed it. So uh-huh. yes, that is a true story. Even though Bonnie is a little devil, and she should have a tail, she does not have a tail. And Anya, it was funny that story. Yesterday, we told Anya that we were going to go out on a date and leave her in the crate with Kabuto, and she did not like that yeah, at all. I totally see you saying that to her. I can't imagine you actually ever doing any sort of irresponsible parental thing besides teaching her all kinds of swear words and rap songs and inappropriate language. No, she does. She, I, I was listening to her singing some songs in the car the other day and one song, get back motherfucker. You don't know me like that. She's in the back seat. She's like, get back motherfucker. You don't know me like that. And I'm like, <laughs> just imagine a little girl singing that. Boy, you got You got to record that buddy. I, I, you know what? I'll do that. I'll bring her in the studio oh and I'll have her sing god. it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Little kids cursing. Yeah. I love it. Matter of fact, I'll do that right after the no. show. Do but, that as a, like a, a CD album promo kind of thing. Like, new girls sing horrible swear words. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's funny because I don't want to make a big deal out of the swear words, so I just let her say them, you know. Right. And well, I try. And then making a big deal would make them off limits, and then she'd probably like yeah, latch but onto she's it. She's like, she's in the backseat, and she sings loud when she's in the car. Like, she loves singing. And she's like, get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. I'm like, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm just pitching oh, hard doing it. It's, it's so funny. Uh, all right. Well, Kat, do you want to come up with three or you just want to wait till next time? Oh, dude, I can't come up with anything on the fly. I'm okay. horrible about that kind of shit. All right. Well, there you go, folks. You got a very long after show as a treat because we could have waited and we didn't. So there you go. Hope you played along. Hope you did well. If you didn't, uh, i just rambling now and fuck it. So, all right, guys. Thanks for recording a show. Yeah. Thank you. It was fun times. Yeah, it was good thanks times. Thanks for cheering me up. Yeah, I'm glad you're uh, in a better mood, fucking bitch. <laughs> Heads up! 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 Heads up!
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.